The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. It's quarter past nine. So there's been an experiment that has been taking place globally, and it's around the concept of a four-day week. What could a four-day week look like? How would a four-day week work if you were in a corporate and in the office? And uh, what are the opportunities for organizations who go this route? Karen Lowe is the director of Four Day Week South Africa. It's a coalition in alliance with a non-profit company looking at supporting the idea as part of the future of work in South Africa. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle. I hope you're all well. I'm all good. Karen, let's talk to this. Uh, when we talk about the four-day week, what are we talking about? How could this work? We are talking about reduced hours working. We're talking about a 20% reduction in the average work week from 40 hours to 52 hours. Uh, for those of you that think it's the Friday off, it's not. It's around getting to an average reduction of 20% in the work week while keeping a pay at 100% in return to 100% productivity. So essentially, Michelle, what we're talking about here is a productivity experiment using reduced hours working as the incentive and reward for employees to hold and improve their productivity. And we saw some very, very positive results in South Africa. I wasn't sure what to expect when we embarked on the first uh, pilot last year, but we have shown very, very similar results to other international uh, trials that have taken place in more developed countries. So I'm pleased to report that the initial experiment was indeed successful, and we're now looking to roll out larger trials with uh, different sectors in the, in the South African economy. So essentially what you're saying is that you work harder um, in fewer hours, because essentially you would have to work harder in fewer hours to have 100% productivity. The secret is not harder, the secret is smarter. Okay. So we're looking to work more efficiently so that we are able to take less hours to do it. So the focus is on where are we wasting our time, for example? Is there poor meeting management? Are we using technology in ways that uh, unlock time to gain or in ways that uh, get in our way and, and, and adversely influence our day-to-day productivity? And Michelle, you know, productivity is quite an interesting concept yeah, on its exactly. own, but the, simplicity, the simpleness of it is, is outcomes. And Human beings, we have a capacity that ebbs and flows on a day-to-day basis. And the idea behind reduced hours working is really to get us to understand how we can be more efficient, how we can use technology more efficiently. But as a collective in an organization, where are those KPIs that we need to meet and how do we meet them more efficiently? And we always say the four-day week is already buried under you know, poor systems and processes, bad meeting management, and all of the things that we could be doing more efficiently. And, and AI is accelerating that at pace. I mean, essentially, you're also asking then that we need to train people. Because if I think about um, efficiency, you know, efficiency is about proactivity. It's about a bunch of different things, which we are not necessarily training in schools and in business schools and in that particular case. I mean, even in just general school, proactivity is not something that we generally teach kids how to do. And yet, in order to be productive and efficient, we need to be thinking about those kinds of things. You're 100% right. And I think it is something that we need to start looking to introduce in schools. But but if we look at the overall environment, we have unsustainable work practices. COVID taught us that. It was a very, very hard lesson. 
And, uh, you know, those organizations that seem to be returning to the old normal instead of looking to ways to harness the lessons that we did get during COVID, it was actually a gift for all of us to, whether we're a teacher, whether we're a student in a school, uh, you know, whether we're a working mom or or juggling multiple side hustles, there is always opportunity for time efficiency. But it is the one thing we can't get back, Michelle. Yeah. You know, if time is wasted and time is used inefficiently, that's one thing for an individual. But as a collective, it really does impact human flourishing at, at, at quite a significant and, uh, and business level. You know, if you look at the markers, the real business markers, and make a business case for reduced hours working, you're looking at targeting areas like mental health and well-being. Mm. You're looking at, at, at resolving tensions in the return to office environment. You're looking at, at, at dialing down on, on absenteeism and staff attrition. So if you look at the pain points uh, that, and that businesses are experiencing globally, not just in South Africa, we just have a, a wonderful layer of additional socioeconomic conditions that we need to deal with. But we're all dealing with the same thing. We're dealing with a war on talent. We're dealing with constrained workforces. Where we're dealing with burnt out workforces that are not flourishing. So how do we turn the dial on that and a more sustainable model that places gives the employees some autonomy to take better management of their time and produce the better performance as a result of a win-win situation. So I think critically what you're saying as well is that employers need to be focusing far more on output and KPIs. They do, but they need to be focusing on the capacity of the individual to do that. So uh, is the environment right? Is the software environment right? Is the hard work environment right? Is leadership right? Is culture right? So it is an ecosystem. You know, the employees do not exist in a vacuum, nor can they be separated from their personal and private lives. I mean, as a a working mom myself, if something happens to my dad or something happens to my child, I can go from flourishing to struggling overnight. Mm. So my ability to give to an organization ebbs and flows. What reduced hours does, is it allows me to plan allocated time for deliberate rest. And rested employees we know are more creative, they're more innovative, they're more engaged, and they're just happier and more connected with work-life balance and, uh, and you know, reducing that work-life conflict. And it just creates a more sustainable environment that businesses reap the rewards of, and, and, and employees, rightfully so, get to take that deliberate rest and improve and take responsibility for their own personal flourishing. It's not just an organizational responsibility. But time off really does give us an improved capacity and dialed up that, that, that sort of flourishing needle higher mm. and higher as a collective. And that's what we're after. And it's a slow burn, Michelle. It's not something we can turn on overnight. So that's why we also experiment okay. with every single organization. Karen, we need, unfortunately, different. I need to break at this point. Uh, we need to go to the break. That's Karen Lowe, director of Four Days a Week SA. What do you think? Would you work harder and better and more smartly if it was four days a week? Open up to new horizons on the 